Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Fat Boys Dynasty podcast presented by the Fantasy Holics. As always, coming at you, Bo and Brant. And uh, happy Halloween, guys. We're going to uh, throw out some uh, deep waiver claims for this week. Some guys that you could call, maybe there'll be a trick. Maybe there'll be a treat to your roster. We'll have to find out on this uh this uh, lovely Halloween evening, um, we'll get it out there, and 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 uh, we'll talk about a couple guys that um, uh, I know. One of my guys is is pending on the, the trade deadline on on his new uh, role, and uh, I know that, you know there's a couple other other names out there that we could possibly be talking about moving at the trade deadline. Uh, Bo, you got anything? Yeah. So uh, again, just to stick with the Halloween trend, these waiver. Uh, at least my waiver wires that I went and looked at to try to pull names from some of my deep leagues, some of my short leagues. Uh, it's it's spooky season when it comes to the waivers. They're the the cupboards the cupboards barren. Okay, uh, that, that'd be like having your porch light on for the kids to come up and trick or treat, and you look and you realize you're like, oh no, I don't have any candy left. So you have to give like the last ten dollar bill you have in your wallet to some poor child, so you so you don't feel like a terrible human being. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's where that's where we're at with the waivers right now. But yeah, Brent, you kind of alluded to it. Don't forget, guys. That yes, it's it's uh, nine o'clock Eastern time right now when we're recording this. So by the time it's out and available for your listening, your listening pleasure, it'll be ten o'clock Eastern time. Uh, and uh, tomorrow is the NFL trade deadline. Um, we did see Roquan Smith get trade uh, traded from the Chicago Bears to the Baltimore Ravens today. So tomorrow is the last the last chance. And uh, if you're one of those people who has your phone with you at all, at all times and you're constantly checking the news, maybe you'll get on there and steal a waiver claim uh, before somebody else in your league sees it. So, so keep in mind, bear in mind, there's a lot of trade uh, rumors out there right now with some pretty big-name players. So keep your eye on that tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, while my kids are over here in the background divvying up their candy and everything, let's get into um, our trick and tr- our tricks and treats for the waiver wire, and, and uh, hopefully we have a few more treats in our bag. Um, I'm going to jump out and, and grab this very first one you and me talked about him just a little bit, and uh, it's Ronnie Rivers, running back from for the Los Angeles Rams. Um, with um, Kyron Williams out still a little bit longer, um, and, you know, not sure what's going on with Cam Akers. Now, I did read that if Cam Akers does not get traded, he has said he will come back to the Rams and uh, and start participating. So this guy right here could be completely um, irrelevant if uh, uh, Akers doesn't move on. Um, but it, last week he led he led the uh, Rams in carries. Uh, he did have uh, the lower percentage of, uh, of snaps. He looked pretty decent when he did get to touch the ball from um, what, I've, what I saw. Um, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of that game as it was on at the same time as my Seahawks um, beating the Giants. Let me take a little stab at our producer for our live real fast. And uh, But Ronnie Rivers has only owned it in 4% of leagues. Um, this guy, in, in real deep leagues, this is a guy that maybe you could grab and, and just stash and see what happens with the whole um, Rams backfield because you don't know how Kyron Williams is going to look. Um, me, being a Notre Dame fan, I'm hoping he looks looks great and he becomes the number one there. Um, although you won't give him, although Bo, you won't give him up for nothing right now for me. Um, and uh, so we'll just we'll just have to wait and see what goes on with that Rams backfield. But as of right now, I'm grabbing every little bit I can just to see how it shakes out. Yeah, I, I definitely think that backfield's definitely going to be uh, interesting to see what happens if uh, Akers isn't dealt tomorrow and then Kyron Williams re- reemerges. 
I mean, it definitely sounds like there's a chance he could be the RB1 on that roster as soon as he comes off the IR. So uh, it'll be real interesting to see what happens there, especially with as highly as, as people were drafting Cam Akers. That's, let's talk about a Halloween nightmare right there. That's That'll give you some frights. Um, so uh, my first waiver claim is rostered in less than 4% leagues. It's right around 1%. And uh, this is another kind of relative unknown, but uh, the offense he plays in and the role he could have in that offense moving forward may make him more of a treat than a trick. And that's Samurai Torre, the wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. He's a rookie, I believe, out of the University of Nevada. I'd have to double check on that, but I believe the University of Nevada. Nevada. Uh, in the last two weeks, he's had, you know, he's gotten on the field. He saw a little bit of snaps. He had 35 and uh, 35% snap share in week seven and 21% this week. Again, Christian Watson was back this week. That's probably why the snap count was a little low, but he did. Christian Watson did leave um, with a concussion early in that game. Uh, and all Samore Torre did was have four targets, one reception, 37 yards, and a touchdown. So Mr. Rogers, Mr. Aaron Rogers, has found a wide receiver on his team that will catch a touchdown pass. Tell me that doesn't have some uh, momentum moving forward uh, after a week, even though the Bills did end up beating them pretty handedly. Uh, this is a guy that, again, in, in real deep leagues and in, in, in uh, uh, leagues where there's nothing out there, whatever, this may be a guy you may want to stash and just see what happens with the Green Bay offense. Um, obviously, it's bad, but Aaron Rodgers is going to do whatever it takes to get it on track. And if he's got a guy he, he knows will catch touchdown passes, the guy's probably going to start getting more playing time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and, and like you said, Rodgers has already come out and uh, said, you know, some of these younger, other guys need to get opportunities. Um I'm not sure who in the Bills organization had money on that game, letting them get a letting the Packers get a backdoor cover there. Um, but yeah, the Bill the Bills pretty much uh, handled that game with no problem. Um, but yeah, I'm not even going to attempt to say this guy's name because we all know my history with names and everything. So, um, but yeah, I, I this is a guy definitely worth taking a stab at, um, especially in your deeper dynasty leagues. You got those taxi taxi spots to hold on to. Um, who know Who knows who emerges think, out of that? I think. I think, Brian, if we really wanted to scare the people, we should put a side-by-side up with Tua and Albert O's names on the screen and just let you have at it. No, we're good. I'll just go grab a piece of bubble gum and, and try to talk with that in. <laughs> um, so my next guy is uh, is a guy I'm going to put him out there. Um, and it, what's going to happen is I'm going to put this name out here, and it's going to be like the Michael, Car- Michael Carter situation all over again where I put his name out, and then James Robinson shows up as soon as we put the episode out. Um, so I'm going to put this name out there, and right now he's you know third in the pecking order. Uh, it's Dearness Johnson, the running back for the Cleveland Browns. He's only owned in 18% of the leagues. Well, we've seen this guy come in, I think it was last year, when Hunt and Chubb were both banged up, and talk about side-by-side pictures, you put him up with those other three or with those other two, and guess what? He performed just as good as they did behind that line. And this guy could easily step into a Kareem Hunt-type role, a receiving back role if Kareem Hunt's dealt. And I know there's a lot of rumors out there. There's a lot of a lot of teams that need running backs. So Kareem Hunt's a guy that I definitely could be seeing moved as of, as of tomorrow. And um, – if he does, this is a guy I'm definitely getting high on my waiver list because this guy definitely could be a um, a difference maker in that backfield, especially if Nick Chubb gets banged up. This guy's going to be the first man to step up because he's already been there for two or three years and ready to go. Yeah, and the, the interesting too, thing too, Brian, is that with the trade deadline ending on a Tuesday, that means you have till the trade deadline's gone and passed to put your waiver claims in. There's no rush. Uh, you know, don't be one of those people who goes in and sets it when you have the number one claim in your league and some big news breaks and that player that, that you'd already put your 
claiming for isn't no is no longer the number one, and you miss it because you slept on it. Make sure you're paying attention to that. Uh, but yes, Dearness Johnson's one that I've got in my eye on as well, uh, with the potential of Kareem Hunt being dealt. So that's one people should be watching pretty near and dear. Um, another one that I've got that I'm kind of interested in uh, is for anybody who tuned in and watched. Um, that uh, game uh, Sunday morning in London with the Denver Broncos against the Jacksonville Jaguars. One thing you will notice is that Russ is really starting to try to get the ball to KJ Hamler deep quite often. It seems like KJ Hamler is the deep ball threat in that Denver offense. And really, honestly, it's been kind of a crapshoot between the wide receiver position this year. The one thing that you can say pretty consistently about the Denver offense is that it seems that the tight ends are the players to own. But if I can get a guy, again, not necessarily somebody I have to play, but on waiver weeks, maybe I'm looking to get like those high high ceiling points. Um, KJ Hamler is a guy that you could slot in your lineup knowing that you're going to see three three or four deep targets a game from Russ to him. Uh, and again, all he has to do is catch one of those for a touchdown, uh, and you're, you're getting some solid points out of that wide receiver slash flex position with KJ Hamler. Um, again, this guy's only rostered 9% of leagues, so it's definitely somebody that you could definitely go out and get if you wanted to. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Preseason, we were talking about him and uh, him and, and Tim Patrick. Which one will take that deep that deep role for um, Russ and, and you know fill that Tyler Lockett role? Um, and, and it looks like KJ Hamler starting to fill that role. And, and uh, as long as he can continue to build trust with Russ, and Russ starts throwing a little bit, and, and that team starts clicking a little bit more, um, that definitely KJ Hamler's a guy that uh, could be making um, some waves waves this this uh, the rest of this year um, so with my wide receiver this guy is uh, I'm gonna say his name and uh, you guys it's not gonna be the one you're thinking of um, and as of right now as I'm watching this game it's not as enticing as I thought it was gonna be when I when I started reading in um, so I'm watching the, the Cleveland Cincinnati game here um, and and Mike Thomas Michael Thomas of the Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver is uh, coming in and he is um, supposed to be filling the um, he obviously can't fill Jamar Chase's shoes but over the next you know few weeks that Chase will be missing Mike Williams or Mike Thomas see I'm, I'm gonna mess up the name right here myself the easiest one we probably have on all of our names no don't sell yourself short that's a tough one yeah <laughs> Mike Thomas is, is a guy that's gonna step in he's gonna play you know a lot of snaps um in a high-powered offense bye weeks you know bye weeks are here this is a guy that that like I said, the volume could could start to show itself in this high-powered offense in Cincinnati. And this is a guy who's only owning 4% of leagues. A guy I have no problem stashing just to see what happens with this offense. Yeah, you know, I think uh, if you can find a pass catcher for Joe Burrow um, that's out there with a potential of any kind of um, – Relevancy. It's almost worth take, keeping an eye on, putting him on that little watch list, hitting that button, you know. Uh, but, again, this is one that if he blows up tonight, he's going to be on a lot of people's radar. So it's one of the, these guys, like we said at the beginning of the show, they're either deep dives that could either hit and be great or you're going to have them for a few weeks and drop them. So no harm, no foul if you've already got another drop. You know, a lot of us, this is the time of the year where we're starting to pick up those third, second, third tight ends, second defense, second kicker uh, for bye weeks. So, again, if you have one of those extra roster spots because you've got two kickers or, or the two defenses and you're not streaming those positions, you have a stud that you're like, I don't want to drop Justin Tucker um, when, you know, when his bye week come up or whatever. Maybe you drop that backup quick kicker for a guy like um, – Michael Thomas there and see see if it hits, see if it doesn't. You've got nothing to lose at that point. 
Um, I'm going to save my best waiver claim for last, Brant. So I'm going to go to another one that's, uh, that's again, a deep dive. And it, it, it could be scary. It could be uh, real frightening. And that's uh, Dwayne Washington, the third string running back for the New Orleans Saints. Now, why the heck would I tell anybody to go pick up a running back behind Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram? Well, Mark Ingram's out for the next three or four weeks with an injury he suffered yesterday. Um, so, and we all know how uh, being an Alvin Kamara owner is. It seems like every year there's two or three games where it's like, oh, Mark Ingram's going off. That that could have been Alvin Kamara's touchdown or, you know, whatever, right? So we all know that Mark Ingram's a guy that has some value. Um, and typically we see him rostered, and a lot of times it's by the Kamara handcuff or by the Kamara owner for that handcuff. But Dwayne Washington's a guy that after uh, Mark Ingram got hurt, um, he did come in and, and see some snaps this weekend. wasn't wasn't fantastic, but again, it was his you know first game time or game action of the year. Um, and again, I, he should step into that Mark Ingram role in this offense, which equates to around thirty percent of the snaps. Um, again, and it's one of those scenarios where this is a guy that's getting thirty percent snaps. I know he's guaranteed to see the field if I have to play him, and he you know in my flex. And, and Brant, you and I saw on the live this weekend. There's some guys with worse flex names than Dwayne uh, Dwayne Washington out there with a guaranteed per, uh, snap share. So if you're if you're able to pick up a running back that's got a guaranteed snap share, you know he's going to get you five six carries potentially. All it takes is one. That's all it takes. One rush of you know thirty plus yards, and you're getting something out of that spot where it's like maybe a, a, as a, you know a. a a guy like even maybe KJ Hamler, if he doesn't come down with one of those touchdown passes, he doesn't connect with Russ. Maybe you're more happy that you played a guy like Dwayne Washington than KJ Hamler. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I did. I did save my best for last two in my mind. Um, guys owned in, in 41% of the leagues. Um, we, like I said, we talk about bye weeks and going into week nine. You got the Browns, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Giants, the Steelers, the Niners all on bye. Well, this guy's owned in 40 41% of leagues, and he's the number 11 quarterback um, so far this year. Um, and it, it's Justin Fields for, for the Chicago Bears. The guy is – maybe it's not the most pretty thing out there. It's, you know – not fun to watch your fantasy quarterback because, well, the Bears aren't always fun to watch. But over the last three weeks, he's hung over 19 fantasy points. Um, in the last three weeks, he's got a great schedule coming up um, for uh, um, quarterbacks. Um, he's got great, great rushing upside. And uh, it really shocked me to see that he was owned in only 41% of leagues. Because this is a guy that, like I said, he, he's hung 19 19- 19, 20 points over the last couple weeks. So this is a guy that if if you're in, in QB um, denial and uh, you just keep picking ones up and it just ain't cutting it, uh, maybe this is the guy to go ahead and pick. Yeah, that definitely me because uh, we all know Daniel Jones did phenomenal this week because uh, apparently Seattle's defense decided to step up and um, I didn't realize that we were going we were capable of that. That wasn't a Seattle offense. That was the real Danny Dimes from the last four years coming back. He was he was putting on a mask, and he decided to take his mask off on Halloween weekend. Danny, that was the Danny Dimes of old. Yeah, I guess I will tip my hat to your Seahawks. I'm not trying to slap you around a little bit there, but Danny Dimes, man, I, I started him too this week in our in our big uh, local league that you and I are both in, and. Uh, Left a real sour taste in my mouth. Some rotten candy there, if you will, from Halloween. Danny Dimes, not the answer. Seattle Seattle finishes the number two defense in fantasy this week. 
Did you start them? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, no, they're, last, pro- they're probably only last... about as many as many leagues as 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 a Washington and that first name you said that I'm not going to butcher up. <laughs> uh, my last waiver claim is one that I'm really excited about this year. This is a guy um, that he's he's a rookie in the National Football League. He's he. Uh, is a wide receiver and probably ran the most crisp routes of any wide receiver in college last year. Um, and this guy is not doing a whole lot right now, but that's also because of the system he's in. Uh, and that's David Bell, uh, the wide receiver that is also on TV right now on the opposite team of Michael Thomas and with the Cleveland Browns. Um, this is a guy that again gets Deshaun Watson in just two short weeks um, by week next week and then week 10 and then boom we got Deshaun Watson coming in um so this is a guy that um you're gonna if you're if you're interested in owning stake in that Cleveland Browns offense when Deshaun comes back with it which I think a lot of us are this is a guy that's rostered right now in around around seven percent of leagues which is absolutely criminal in my mind I'm one of those people that roster him um this is a guy that I really think is gonna have a uh, pretty big role. I think this could be Jarvis Landry 2.0 in, in Cleveland, but with a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield or you know anybody else that threw the ball to uh, uh, Jarvis Landry in his time in Cleveland. I think this could be a really really fun uh, duo to watch for the foreseeable future. And you got Amari Cooper there. Uh, I think the wide receiver position is going to become really intriguing in Cleveland. So whether it's Donovan Peoples-Jones or David Bell that you go pick up, I think you're getting an absolute steal out of the out of the two of them. Yeah, absolutely. This is a guy that I was I was uh, I really liked coming out of this this year's draft, um, and, and I wasn't too uh, thrilled with where he landed with everybody that was there. Um, but now, now that uh, Washington or now that uh, Watson is coming back, it definitely intrigues me just a little bit more. Uh, to see what Bell does this year um, with, with you know, Watson coming back. I, I'm actually excited to see um, Watson come back, see if he can uh, really pull some strings there and, and, and get that offense really uh, tugging along and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, see if, we'll see if it can uh, work out to be a happy ending in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Year. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's all we got for uh, – for this week's episode, uh, like I said, we wanted to get a nice, nice short one out with out to you guys for waivers. Uh, I know we normally do trade candidates and everything, but uh, Halloween we're getting we're getting back in there with our family and everything. Trade candidates are usually the Wednesday episodes, sir. Oh, okay. Well, so we'll still get those out in two short days. Uh, I'm sorry. After the trade deadline, after the trade deadline is concluded. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, all that uh, candy must be getting up to my uh, fat brain here. there you go there you go Uh, hey listen we have an excuse this week okay we're both heavy set fellas and we both just did a lot more walking for our children to get a bunch of candy and we both had to walk through our own drool as we were walking after they came out and said look at this kit cat i got look at this twix i got i got skittles yeah great kid as soon as we get home and you go to bed i'm stealing half of it right but we're we're both we're both worn out so it's fine (laughs) yeah definitely definitely well uh you guys out there i hope you guys had a great halloween um i hope you guys are uh Uh, kicking butt in your fantasy league and as always stay hungry and stay fat my friends